Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. So first I want to start out with a little story. So for those of you who are following me, and even if you're not following me, I encourage you to go look at this because I am just proud of it. I did my Saturday sermon on this past Saturday. I did my walk in Herman Park here in Houston, Texas, and I did my little Saturday sermon. And one of the things I talked about was, you know, sometimes we just got to make decisions that are just smart decisions. We got to pay attention to what we're feeling and what we're kind of telling ourselves and make better decisions. And part of what I have been doing in coming into this last part of the year very much is being very deliberate, much more deliberate about just calling in what I want, right? We talked last week about desires of the father, right? Day sire of the father. And those things that are the desires of your heart and not feeling bad about the things you want. Well, part of that work is really about understanding what it is that you are calling in and believing is there, right? Working for it because faith that works is dead, but believing that it's already done. And you don't have to go doing a whole lot of gyrations and craziness to make things happen. You do have to work, but there are things that are already prepared and already there ready for you. That's what I believe. But it is mind work to, especially if you've come out of corporate and especially if you're trained to just work that you get things because you work for them, as opposed to you get things because you do do work, but the things are already there. You're just doing the work to get them to you, right? There's just slight change in perspective. It is a lot of mind work to move yourself from, I don't deserve it. I don't know. I didn't get it. So I didn't work hard enough. All that stuff, all that negative stuff. It's a lot of mind work to turn it positive to say, no, no, no. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what will happen. Here's what the outcome is going to be, right? All of those things, making room for information that may kind of change your path a little bit, but just being, moving in not only possibility, but expectation. So I did my little Saturday sermon and one of the things I said was, you know, I have this, this garbage disposal that hasn't been working for a while. I have a brother and sister-in-law. They're both um, electricians. My brother's actually a master electrician for the state of Texas. I don't know when the next time was they were going to come visit me because I'm like, they can just change it out. Because last time they were here, it was already acting up. And I just, you know, we tried to do the little wrench thing to unfreeze it and the reset button and all and none of that worked. And by then my sink was starting to kind of back up. Like it would drain, but it drained really slowly. And I thought, oh, you know, I just, I just need to get it done. I can't wait. I need to get it done because it's just going to get worse. So I went and bought the garbage disposal, then started calling plumbers because I'm like, I need to have this thing installed. $400, $500, $300 plus a trip chart. I mean, all this thing. And I'm like, this is ridiculous for 30 minutes worth of work because it's going to take them 30 minutes to do this. And I'd already been looking on YouTube about how to re- redo it and how to replace it and all those kind of things. As I kept calling and kept calling, there was just something in my gut that said, am I being deliberate in this movement or am I just acting out of desperation and going to make a stupid decision? So I just stopped and I said, let me watch this YouTube video one more time about how to install this insincorator. And as I watched it, I thought I can do this. I can do, I can do hard things. I can do hard things and I'm pretty handy. 
I've put in blinds. I've painted a whole uh, 1900 square foot condo. I've put in molding. I've done, I've done things around the house, right? I am by no means a contractor, but I'm pretty dang good at some stuff. I've restained furniture, all the things. And so I said, there, there's no reason why I should spend this money in this moment. There's just something that I shouldn't spend this money in this moment. I can do this. And then I had to be really honest with myself, right? Desperation over deliberation. My fear and the reason I was so desperate to try to get somebody else to do this is I live in Houston. We got bugs, like big bugs. And the thing that was keeping me more than anything from doing this garbage disposal was I was afraid to get up under my sink and something crawl out on me and me not be able to get out of its way fast enough and breaking a hip or neck or something, trying to get away from a bug because I don't do bugs, right? And we got big bugs here. So I had to really be honest with myself and say, Laurel, this is just, you are going to spend all of this money because you're worried about a bug and you're already on a first name basis with Orkin. So what? Stop. Right. So, and you can go see my little video. I did kind of a, a time stamp so you can see from when I opened it and what happened. I found some really shoddy work in the flip that was done on my house, which really made me angry. But I'm like, I can't, I can't think about that right now. I got this to do. So I replaced the, long story short, I replaced the garbage disposal. There's no leaking, although there was a leak in the very beginning. And um, I realized when I put the pipe back on, I kind of folded the gasket that keeps the water from flowing. So I fixed all of that. And the water works, the dishwasher works, the garbage disposal comes on, there is no leaking, all the things. And so I had said in my Saturday sermon that if I got it done or when I got it done, I was going to post about it. So you can go see the little video. But here's the thing. I actually got up that Saturday, maybe that Friday, got up that Saturday to find the whole top of a tree that's in my backyard laying in my backyard. It had just completely fallen over. Now, thank you that it didn't fall onto my neighbors. It would have busted the fence, right? And I think they've got a pool or something. So thank goodness it fell on my side. It really is in the easement, right? So it's really not mine. It's really in the easement of the property, but still. It's on my side of the fence. And so the whole top of the tree fell off. And I'm thinking, I didn't hear it. I don't. And so I go and look at it. It looks like it's ash borers, uh, which thank goodness they don't attack any other tree. But I haven't been wanting this tree out of my yard for years. And I just feel some type of way about cutting down trees. But I, ash trees are just, ugh. So the whole top of this tree has gone. Well, there's a whole second half of this tree, like whole part of the tree. It was almost like two trees had grown together. That one, for now, is still standing. But if this one was eaten with ash borers, you know they're in the other one. It's only a matter of time. So my ability to manage my desperation to get this garbage disposal done quickly and be more deliberate and make the better decision around how I was going to spend my resources, now that $500 or whatever it is, that was going to cost me to get this garbage disposal, 30 minutes worth of work, this garbage disposal changed. Now I'm going to have to use it to get a tree cut down. Now I'm still not happy about having to spend the money because that's another thing. People that do trees and do them well are really expensive. And the lesson was, had I stayed in that mindset of desperation, of I just got to get it done. Something else is going to happen. I just have to, whatever it is, I just got to spend the money and just make it happen. Had I allowed myself to stay there and not paused and been much more deliberate about my decision-making, 
Then I'd be not only spending $500, I'd be spending $1,000 or more because I had to get the garbage disposal done and pay for that. And I'm having to get pay for getting the tree done. So what does this mean for you? Why am I using that example? Especially here at this time of year, it is easy for you, especially if you're a business owner, it is easy for you to get in that desperation mode. And I include me in that you. It is easy to start thinking about, well, I made it through this year, but what's coming next? Do I have clients? Do I have money? Do I have anything that's going to come in? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to pay off my business debt, my personal debt? Am I going to be able to eat? Am I going to be able to keep my house? All of the things. And as we start thinking about those things, as you begin to do your year end evaluation, prepping for 2024, there is a very fine line in reviewing the year and allowing yourself to beat yourself up about the year. If you're leading a team and you're in an organization, did your team meet the financial goals that were set by the organization? Did you meet the turnover goals? Did you meet the employee survey goals? Did you meet all the goals that were set out for you for the year? And understanding and ability to look at those things and understand them and formulate actions for the next year is really important. And it's a very, very slippery slope to move from getting the data, interpreting the data, understanding the data and translating the data into new action or continued action and taking the data, understanding the data, analyze the data and turning it into a beat yourself up session, a this is never going to happen. I'm never going to be able to build this business. I'm never going to be able to get this team to work. I'm never going to be able to turn this around and they're going to demote me or they're going to fire me or I'm going to have to go back and do something else or this is a complete failure because I haven't made it. All of those things. There is a very fine, like spiderweb thin line between evaluation for progress and evaluation for self-deprecation and failure. It's a very fine line and it's easy to cross that before you know it. And that's the difference between desperation and deliberation. And I want you to work really hard in this last bit of the year as you're prepping for 2024 to be deliberate, to be deliberate in the things you're thinking, to be deliberate in the things that you are planning, to be deliberate in your outlook for your next year and what you have as your vision to be deliberate in the work that you're doing because time is not renewable. So you can spend your time being deliberate about what is going to happen, what you want to happen, calling in those things and prepping accordingly. Or you can be working in desperation. And I can tell you, I can easily get into desperation. It is not a far leap for me to move into oh my gosh, this isn't going to work. I just can't even believe this. I just, I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I don't, I don't understand where it's going to come from. How am I going to get the money? Am I going to be able to do this business? I'm going to have to go get a job. I understand because that happens to me too. And I am being deliberate and taking the same action that I guide and navigate you all to do and my clients to do. What does the evidence say? What does the evidence say? Does the evidence say that you're never gonna be able to get your team to work 
well together, that you're never going to be able to meet the goals of the business, that you're never going to be able to make it work, that you're a horrible leader. Is that what the evidence says? Or does the evidence say you actually put plans in place and you executed against those plans? And yes, some things didn't work out, but some of those things were in your control and many of them were out of your control. But here's what you're going to do next time, because now you know what can happen and you can prepare for it. What does the evidence say? And being deliberate about your evaluation and deliberate about your goals enables you to look at evidence objectively. Does the evidence say you're never going to get another client? Does the evidence say nobody's ever going to refer you? Does the evidence say nobody's ever going to work with you? Probably not. But the evidence might say you might need to try something a little bit different to make sure you get out there. The evidence may say, no, you absolutely, when you get out there, you get more clients. But have you done everything to get out there? Maybe the evidence is telling you that your action needs to be adjusted, not your vision. But desperation will tell you that everything that you're thinking and seeing and feeling, number one, is true. And number three, it's absolutely debilitating and you could just forget it. But we are not going to live in a world of desperation. We are going to do everything we can to live in a world of deliberation. Be deliberate about the actions you take. Be deliberate about how you use your time. Be deliberate about the words you use and the words you say, because what you put out comes back. If you're telling everybody it's not going to work, if you're telling everybody you're never going to make it, if you're telling everybody how bad it is, that's what's going to happen. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Prophecy. Yet if you're telling everybody, you know what? Here is what I believe to be true, where my genius is, and how I'm able to move this team forward against the goals that have been set, and what I'm going to put in place to give me early warning if something's off track and be able to course correct. This is what I'm going to do when I am deliberate and deliberating about my options, as opposed to sitting in desperation. You have a choice of being deliberate as opposed to desperate. And don't get me wrong, we have that saying, right? Desperate times call for desperate measures. Sometimes it's hard and sometimes things are really scary. When you are at the limit on their credit card, when you're not sure where your rent's gonna come from, when you're having to decide whether you eat or put gas in your car. Those things are real for many people. That situation is often real for many entrepreneurs. Which bill am I going to pay? Which one am I going to try to put off? Which one has the least amount of impact if it's not right on time? Those are real decisions that you sometimes have to make as an entrepreneur. Am I going to keep all of these team members? Am I going to reassign someone that I've been working with a long time, but they just can't do this work? Am I going to reassign them and deal with their attitude or them quitting? And then I've got to do all the work or in this desperation to just hold on to everything I have. Am I going to allow this problematic situation to continue because I feel like the lesser of two evils is the pain I'm continuing to experience. You have a choice about being deliberate versus being desperate and how you are going to act in a way that moves you with intention towards the goal that you say you have, the objectives that you say you want to meet and that you want your team to meet or you want your company to meet or you want to meet personally. If I really want to get back down to where I was and even further, then I have to be deliberate 
about what I'm eating and where I'm moving and how I'm moving and that I'm moving, (laughs) that I'm not just sitting on my rear, what I'm putting in my mouth, right? I have to be deliberate about those things. I can't be desperate to the point where that desperation leads to depression, which leads to not moving at all or eating all of the crap and then wondering what's going on, right? It's that self-fulfilling prophecy. You have the ability to decide to live in deliberation, not desperation. It is your choice. It is absolutely your choice. I didn't say it was easy, but I did say it's a choice. And the beautiful thing for me that I love about the work that I do and the people I work with and the new work I'm about to do beginning in in January, which I'll tell you about here in a minute, is there's so much in this world that will make you believe you don't have a choice. And I will reiterate what I've said from day one. You always have a choice. Always, 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 always. You always have a choice. Now, some choices are better than others. Some choices are easier or harder than others. And you are not free from the consequences of the choice you make. And you always have a choice. So when you are looking at this last part of the year, and where you are going to spend your hard-earned resources, time, energy, and money, be really mindful and thoughtful about what it is you are trying to accomplish. Get really centered on that vision and then be deliberate in the actions that you take that move you towards that vision, not away. Because if you are deliberate in that action, then Maybe, just maybe, the situation that makes you feel desperate doesn't occur. You avoid that feeling of desperation because you are actually in action. And you're in action towards the thing that makes you feel accomplished, that moves you towards your goal. I don't know about you, but I am determined in this last few days of the year to call in everything and to speak positivity and possibility and action and determination over my life, over my family, over my friends and over my business. I am unwilling to accept anything less. A book that I'm reading or listening to right now says, you know, the challenge is desperation cannot live with possibility right? Desperation creates these unfulfilling prophecies or these self-fulfilling prophecies, right? That desperation makes you act in ways that makes the thing happen. And it also said, which blew my mind, that worry is hoping for things you don't really want, right? So how are you going to take these last few days of the year? This is your homework. How are you going to take these last few days of the year and move with deliberation and expectation and claim exactly everything that you are desiring and that you are wanting over your family, over your life, over your business, over your company? What are you calling in so that there is no room for the stuff that you want to push away? If you continue to hold on to those things that are really not meant for you, you do not have room in your hands for the things that are. So your homework is go look at where you can be deliberate and not be desperate. Make your list and then call in all of those things for yourself 
and for others for this year that's coming up. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.